SEO is AO. Welcome to the show, Ron Fishkin. Oh my God, I love your intro. That's wow. amazing. I thought I could sing. The, now, are uh, you are you classically trained? Uh, badly trained in rock music. I, I was, love it. I was a punk. I was a folk punk. I love it. Amazing. Um, and now I'm now I'm a jazz man. All right. Yep. So very reasonable right. transition. Double bass, singing, jazz, swing jazz. Fantastic. It's wonderful. But we're not here to talk about me, we're here to talk about you. Okay, all which right. Which is brilliant. I actually looked up Lost and Founder. Yeah. And I got adver advertisements for green pants, trousers. Is it because you wear them or because I've been wearing them? I mean, I'm going to guess that's some bad targeting. That, that sounds like an advertiser who doesn't know what they're doing. Okay, well, I, I saw it and I immediately thought, Rand must wear green pants. No, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever had a pair of green pants. Certainly not... On video, I, I have no idea. I can't. Yep. Anyway, Lost and Found a great book. Oh, thank you. Um, really honest, open. Uh, I appreciate it a great deal because I think we've all got these doubts and problems and and, yeah. and and really actually opening that up. I think that's something that's happening now. The stress. Yeah, I think a lot more people are talking more openly about uh, the not just the successes, but also the failures and the challenges and you know the emotional states that you go through as, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, or as just someone you know, trying to, to make it in sort of the modern world economy. And, yeah, um, and we're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, and we should be allowed to talk about it, right? I think that uh, shaming people for that kind of thing and um, holding back on talking about it because you're afraid of how people will perceive you is exactly the opposite of what's healthy and right. Well, I saw a talk at Brighton in September. I can't remember the name of the guy. He was talking about depression yeah. uh, and pressure and very courageous he stood up and, and people really appreciate it. I think yeah. that's something that we can open up. And you were also saying in Austin Founder that empathy is the most important skill. I, I think for a marketer, empathy is your core sort of best uh, option. And the, re the reason's simple, right? If, if you are able to put yourself in the shoes of your customers, of your uh, amplifiers, of your potential audience, you, you can do amazing things, right? You can create the content you, that they want, you can do the messaging that you know is gonna resonate, uh, you can send the tweets and post the updates and send the email titles that you know are gonna resonate. Empathy is a superpower. And, th and then, uh, superpower, wow. Yeah. Uh, and the, the other one was self-awareness, which is much less marketing, and that's quite a marketing kind of angle. Yeah. Self-awareness is about looking at yourself and saying, what? Where can I go? Where can I do better? Where am I going wrong? Yeah, and I think being able to recognize not only that we have certain behaviors, but why we have them, right? To say that, gosh, you know, this, um, this topic really bothered me. When this person said this thing, it really bothered me. When my boss treated me this way, it really bothered me. And, and being able to process why that is, uh, is incredible, right? I, yeah. think that, I think that that's what gives you this emotional um, energy to carry on and to not be hamstrung and crippled uh, yeah. by, by that experience. Right. Wonderful. And the, other, the last thing I'm going to ask you about is football. Oh, okay. You're a captain of the football team. Is that American football or English football? Was or? I a captain? Oh, I was, briefly, a flag football team in college. It was just an intramurals league, so not, not very formal at all. And, uh, but that and was American football. Yeah. American football. And our, our team, I say team, I think it was, you know, there's supposed to be 11 people on a team. I think there was eight of us. You know, we, 
eight on eight for intramurals, and we lost every game. Brilliant. Yeah, it was very exciting. Uh, only one season, and I think the only reason I was the captain is because uh, nobody else would do it. Fair enough. And then after losing all the games, you had some self-awareness moments, and you went back feeling... Feeling like uh, sports are not my strong suit. Good point. <laughs> I can go with that. Right. <laughs> On to the serious topic, which is the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which is death, what is it? War, death, famine, and... Plague, pest- maybe? Yeah, pestilence. Pestilence, yeah, pestilence. Which is pretty darn depressing. Yeah, no... Uh, depressing, we, sorry. Yeah, me. so I, I avoided those analogies and tried to stick purely to uh, the four horsemen of the web marketing apocalypse. Oh, sorry, I just ruined it for you then. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Well, I actually saw your slide deck, and I've just seen your talk, and it's absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank you. I believe it's been filmed, and people can see it online. I think that's right. There there should be a... uh, There was a live stream version. I think for attendees, they'll get the slide deck, yeah. Okay, brilliant. And so, you have four things that went wrong. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me the four things that have gone wrong. Sure. Uh, So, first off, uh, we see that social platforms are uh, removing a lot of the reach that people earned. So... You know, 10 years ago, everyone said, hey, I got to grow my Facebook audience because Facebook's really big and, you know, I'll be able to reach my audience through Facebook. And that's no longer the case, right? Organic reach is down to 1%, often below 1%. Uh, So for every 100, you know, people who've said, I want to see everything that Jason posts, maybe if you're lucky, half of one of them will see one thing that you post. Yeah, and with social media, I came very light. I've only been doing it for six months. Uh, and I've just been going that nobody actually yeah. pays any attention the, to me. Yeah, the, the engagement rates are just awful. Um, the, it is also absolutely the case that uh, the social platforms have killed a lot of the organic traffic that came from them. And so it's very, very difficult to drive people from Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Reddit, YouTube, what yeah. have you, to your website. And, and you gave a tip, which is to post two things without links and then something with a link, which is promotional, and then two things... To get yeah, that, kind that of. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be two, one, two, but but it can be. Oh, I took it a bit literally. There, yeah, right? yeah. It can just be. <laughs> the idea is to get a streak going, right? Okay. You want a streak of posts that perform well, so that algorithmically you look like the kind of thing that drives engagement yeah. for the platform, Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, and then to use leverage that algorithmic reputation you've developed to post something that will drive value for you, yeah. and then go back to developing your streak again. So stroke them the right way. Exactly, right? I've been like, doing it all wrong, I'll keep just posting my own links. And, right, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm changing tactics tonight. Yeah, I think, that, I, I think that, that has been key for me in seeing you know, a lot of that reach go up. Yeah. Um, and then the, the second one, the second horseman of the apocalypse is the, the, one of the only places that's still sending a lot of good web traffic is Google. Yep. And for the first time in their history, over the last 18 months, they are now sending less traffic, at least in a number of developed countries, yeah. um, like the US and the EU. And I think that is, that's driving a lot of consternation for many folks. Google's answering queries themselves. Yeah. They're taking content and, you know, uh, from other players, from all of us who are creating yeah. it, and then they're putting it in their own results in a way that answers the query without driving any value for anyone, yeah. except them. And number three? <laughs> yeah. Number three, uh, is the, you know, the savior of marketing, one of the saviors of marketing was going to be influencer marketing, mm-hmm. right? And this has had a meteoric rise the last three, four years. You know, people are putting, I think, um, uh, marketers are putting hundreds of billions of dollars, uh, at least tens of billions, maybe a hundred billion plus uh, next year yeah. of budget against influencer campaigns. And yet influencer marketing is, looks to be low ROI. It is not driving the traffic or the results people want. It is 
sort of feel good, like. Yeah, um, and they're not even measuring it. A lot of them are not even measuring it. Many of the followers that they think they're reaching are fake or don't exist or are you know not engaged with that content. And it's so the whole kind of vanity metrics thing yeah. as well. You also mentioned uh, clients saying, "Oh, I, my my competitor's doing that, so I'll do it too." That's I hear exactly that all the time. Yeah, which is and which is a terrible that, yeah. justification for anything, right? Just just because your competitor is doing something doesn't mean they're good at it, yeah. right? Doesn't mean they're smart about it. You, you, I think you have to start from a different place, and then you can, you know, you can look across the competitive landscape. But uh, and, and then the fourth, four? the fourth and final one uh, is that uh, ad platforms, which I think you know many marketers have become reliant on paid traffic to drive value for them. They are getting flooded with venture and private equity dollars and dollars that are seeking, you know, dollars and euros that are seeking growth, yeah. not profitability. And so if you are a profit first company, a company that needs to stay in the black, you're in big trouble because you're competing on these platforms against people who are happy to lose money in order to gain visibility and customers. Yeah. And that is, um, that is making a lot of these platforms unaffordable for many yeah. marketers. No, I really like that because I mean, I work naively for people who actually want to make money. Yeah, uh, I'm very unusual, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the West Coast of the United States, so it's very unusual in my part of the world. But when I look at it, I'm going, yeah, I get it. And, and uh, I mean, we're going to talk about your flywheels later on. I mean, uh, my clients, I immediately thought about a couple of my clients. So um, we'll move on to the next part. And you were talking about different levels of traffic, 10 Visit what it, ten emails against uh, ten thousand followers was it? A thousand followers, yeah. So okay. I'd ra I'd rather I basically said that I'd rather have ten email addresses of people who actually are interested in my product, my company, than a thousand new followers on my Facebook page, my Twitter account, my LinkedIn, because the ability to reach those followers is so minimal on those platforms now, and ten email addresses is worth so much. There's so much you can do with those email addresses. Uh, you own and control that platform. Yeah versus these other platforms you don't. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's saying quality not quantity, uh, quality not quantity, so yeah. And the other thing that really sticks up in mind, I'll say it now because I'll forget it by the end of the interview, is uh, get hold of people, tell them who you are, then start marketing to them and advertising to them. That's right, yes. Marketing right from the get-go, which is another idiotic, naive mistake I make. Yeah, I think that uh, this is a big problem with how people use ad platforms, right, as they say that, um, hey, I my audience on Facebook is you know, uh, whatever. It's um, people who travel to Southeast Asia. Yeah. And so show my ad to those people. And that, that tends to have terrible ROI. When your ad does get shown to those people, the engagement rate is so low that the platform shows it to them less and less and they charge you more and more per yeah. view and per click. When you do get it, uh, the, your conversion rates tend to be pretty terrible because you don't, uh, you're not getting, right, this, this like high quality of yeah. um, visitor to your site. So, just all kinds of problems, right? Very, very challenging. And I think that, uh, frankly, marketers can be smarter about this by first earning some organic interaction with these customers and then using things like RLSA and um, uh, you know, custom audiences and uh, uploading email lists to say, hey, these are the people that have already engaged with me. I know that they know me. I'm gonna perform much better with them, but that, what just strikes me is that social media and ads is more or less the same thing. It's saying you will get less and less engagement if you don't um, play the game, as it were, and then... Yeah, if you're not reaching you're playing, these, these yeah. already likely to be engaged you're, audiences. So, yeah, you're, you're promoted by the platform if you play the game. 
Exactly. And in ads, it's the same thing. You play the game, we'll promote you, we'll make it happen. I mean, that whole thing about ads is saying that Google or Facebook or whoever want you to make money so they make money. That's right. Do you right. think that's true? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? So, oh, well, I was I right mean, about one thing. No, well, for right sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, what, one of the reasons that, you know, Facebook could say, hey, this advertiser's willing to pay, whatever, $50 a lead, yeah. let's show them all the time versus this one who's only willing to pay 30. Yeah. But that's not how they play it, right? They play it as who gets the highest engagement? Who yeah. makes who makes Facebook look good? Makes yeah. Facebook feel like, hey, this is a platform where I actually am engaging. I'm happy to show someone who's paying 20 bucks or 10 bucks yeah. a lead if they're getting high engagement on the platform. So once again, I mean, all these platforms, from what you're saying, is rub them the right way. That's right. Uh, yeah, if you understand their motivation, yeah. you can play the game the way they want it to be Ooh, played. That's empathy. That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sort of like late-stage capitalism, empathy. corporate empathy, but yes, that's exactly right. You, you want to get into the mindset of what's going on at the executive table at Google, at Facebook, at Twitter, at LinkedIn, right? At, at all of these companies, and then say, aha, this is what they are seeking yeah. How do I get that? Brilliant stuff. Okay. Now, what, we, we, we started looking at the solutions, but you actually had a three fly rules, was it? There was yeah, I showed off a number and then yeah, talked about just how it, how content, it works. Content, which is the classic one? Uh, con content and SEO. Uh, and I talked about a PR and ads flywheel, and I talked about a um, uh, flywheel using events. Yeah. I, I really like the idea of a flywheel. I mean, you were saying the industrial revolution. Right. Uh, yep. You get that first revolution. Uh, and then it kind of keeps going and you gain momentum, you gain the energy, yeah. and there's those three ways of doing it. But once again, it's engaging people, getting hold of them, and only actually pushing, pushing the marketing towards them at that point. Exactly, yep. Brilliant Sorry. stuff, okay. Um, now, the, the Smart Marketers Battle Plan, you mentioned this at the end, I, I got six points. Oh yeah, 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 Are that's right. six points, go mm -hmm. ahead. That's right, uh, go, go ahead. You want me to run through all six? Really quickly. Thanks. Okay, all right. Uh, so I talked about first uh, centering a lot of your marketing on your website and your email list yep. because you can own and control those platforms. Uh, we talked about building the right flywheel, which we, we just talked about. Yep. Uh, we talked about um, marketing to your audience where they're already paying attention for, you know, for obvious reasons uh, that, that we covered. Uh, balancing that social engagement with earning clicks and driving yep. value back to your website, earning the email addresses. Uh, we talked about broadening outreach and uh, how to produce content that would actually be uh, likely to perform well, earn amplification. And finally, uh, how to use ads intelligently to market to audiences that you already reach. So we, you and I covered a lot of those already, but um, yeah. those no, were basically the sets. Yeah. listed as a block. I mean, I saw your, your talk last year at uh, Brighton, Brighton SEO, sure, yeah. and you were talking about the on-surf SEO and the fact that less and you prove it with, with numbers this time with your partner, whose name I can't remember. Jump shot, that's right. Jump shot, and you, yep. said, you did say in your article, always cite them when yeah. you cite my, my numbers. I mean, please. Numbers. Yeah, so I, th I, um, I think that the, the, the data makes it really clear, right? And this yeah. is not this is not you know a few million devices. This is tens of millions of devices across all these countries. I think the smallest device set that they have would is like four or five million uh, yeah. in the EU in in one EU country. So you know oh, right. a okay. lot of coverage, a lot of coverage. Yeah, I mean, and I was I immediately thought about John Alderson who was talking about. That's right. He'll um, be up tonight. Yeah, uh, and um, Aaron Bradley. Oh, yeah, who, okay. who on the webinar show last year said, don't put your money in websites. Because mm -hmm. he, was, he was getting right into this idea of on uh, SEO. And I immediately thought maybe 
Rand and Aaron don't agree, but I actually think you do. And I, he's saying don't put it in websites, and you're saying do put it in websites, but make sure you get the 10 visitors. Yeah, and yeah, not that's, the 10, exactly, that's exactly right. So, there, so my, my argument is basically by investing in, you know, in these other platforms, you can still drive traffic and engagement and brand visibility back to your own site, and that it should be the center of your web marketing strategy. And I think that playing the game on these other sites is just a way to get what you want, just as Twitter and LinkedIn yep. and you know uh, and Google and all these platforms are trying to play the game, you know, the way that they want. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I, I understand the ground. I'm, I'm a big fan of kind of having a website controlling what we've got. Yeah, uh, and I'm also now having listened to you, agreeing with you 100. The quality of the visitors we get is much more important than the quantity. Yeah. and rub these these big platforms up the right way and we get what we want anyway. Exactly. Um, have you got anything to add? I mean, for me, that's brilliant and I can see there are people. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we've got to uh, wrap up the next session starting. I do have to close it though. Please. SEO is AEO. Thank you, Ranfishkin. It is my pleasure, Jason. Thank you for having me.